Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What you listening to, man, what they talking about? They talking I got about? my hand up on that, now I'm trying to figure trying out. To figure it doesn't out. matter who's the guest or what's the subject, because they keep it 100 and them callers love it. The real show got you tuned in, ready for action, like a bad chick texting what's happening. They ain't here giving 5 o'clock news, our host keep it blunt, sharing their point of views. They going in, man, because they ain't got no filter, because they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest. With music and what's trending, that's basics On primetime hours, you can never go wrong And you ain't music and what's going on And your neck of the woods like Al Roke on today like Feeling entertained with the radio show Tuesday, Thursday, take another, let them know Let them telephone rings Yeah, I'm on this thing We've been waiting a long time for this one. A long time. My Black Radio Show. We got easy man. We got the homies from My Black Friend Podcast. We got Big Debo and Danny hanging out with us. This feel like this been, I don't know, we've been waiting a long time to get this one going, man. Yeah, man. And we got Danny here, so the cops will not be called. They right. will not be. But but if they are called, they will get here faster than ever. I don't know, man. Y'all don't know Danny like I know Danny. That nigga be on some nigga shit. He just... It, nigga shit for white people is trailer park shit. Right. I, I got you. Well, man, we um we're glad to have y'all here. You know, Debo, you know, you've been around here a couple of times before. Danny, first go around, man. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, thanks for having me. It's it's just nice to be invited. Uh I, I was told that I've been being invited for months. <laughs> months is what Debo said yesterday. He's like, I've been trying to have you on for months. Uh this is the first time I've heard of this. What a piece of shit. Uh, what so a piece D, so of shit Debo this guy is. He's a fucking liar. <laughs> Listen, don't trust the white man. They already lied to us when they stole us from Africa. Let me take some of the onus off of Debo then. I, I do have, I mean, I have email. I got a Twitter account. I mean, make a TikTok video. Send it to me. I mean, you guys don't have to rely on my black friend to, to talk to me. You, you guys are welcome to reach out to me if I was really wanted. But all I see is, is these tweets like, oh, it was so great to have Debo on the show again. 
talking about the Falcons. Who the fuck cares? Nobody oh, wait cares a minute. Don't don't Falcons. do that. Why you got to come out and be out of pocket in the first minute, my nigga? First off, Shorty, the Falcons is going to win the NFC South this year, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. So you already know. Nobody Ooh. cares about the NFC South. Stop. Listen, Stop. listen. You guys aren't even going to make it out of your division. So I'm not worried about that Cowboys fan. But at the same time, have fun with our fucking sloppy seconds with Dan Quinn on nasty ass. That bitch. Fuck Dan Wait. Quinn. So oh, you you can't oh. you can't come on an NFC South program where hey. everybody in there is in this division and say nobody cares everybody. about the NFC South. I'm, I'm realistic. Like let's be I honest, mean, the NFC South the division is terrible. That that division has seen better days. This is not the peak <laughs> NFC South right now. It is that's not, true, not. but we getting back there because I, the Falcons bet. is getting their shit together. Now I don't know about the Bucks. I don't give a fuck about the Bucks. And the Saints, they on the decline because let's just keep it honest. They on the decline. You know what I'm saying? And Carolina, they on the up, uptick. So we're going to be back in, in, in you contention. Got a, whole division, a whole division is bragging about how good they're rebuilding. Like, stop. Like, that's not. That's not. But if anybody wants to bet on how, if, how, if any, I'll, you can get the field of the whole NFC South division. If any one of those teams makes the Super Bowl, you win. And none of you would take that bet. I'll take that bet. I'll take the better for my Falcons. Listen, I've been saying it for, for you months. Think the Falcons are making the Super Bowl. The Falcons are going to win the Super Bowl. Listen, I learned from the best because I remember once upon a time when Dak Prescott hadn't even thrown his first fucking official NFL game, and somebody told me that the Fal- that the Cowboys were going to win the Super Bowl. And he wasn't even the starter then. Right, no. he wasn't even started then. So and why would I not think that my Falcons are not going to win the Super Bowl this year? Because Man. you have, you're you're three weeks away from looking to Marcus Mariota to come save you. First off, I've heard, first off, I've heard first one of them that, that you were saying, Debo, that you just mentioned one bedtime story that I'm tired of hearing about, and it actually doesn't have anything to do with your Falcons, and that's Dallas contending for 25 years. There are grown people who never knew that Dallas was a good team. I got a cousin that was born in '91 who knows nothing of the glory days of Dallas. He's like, Dallas was good at some point. Like, nah, they yeah. just. You know, they were. Yeah. I mean, but, but no, they we were great. Past years? Are we talking about? Because if we want to talk about the past, then we'll start stacking up championships. What, so, I, that's, mean, I was going to say that's the only place the we. That's the only place we can start well, it is in the past. No, we can start we, the present. We can start the present. And if you want to argue about which teams are good right now this season, like just I'm being realistic. Like the okay. So I think not, that right now, I, like I mean, you're going in a preseason poll. Not, this is not the good year for it. We're I think if you're going into a preseason poll. I think that Dallas has a much tougher road to get to the Super Bowl than the Falcons do. Because everybody in our division was seven and ten. Everybody even the Saints. You're gonna get no no, not a tougher road to get the Super Bowl. You're talking about a tougher road to win the division. Like if your argument is that your team is better because my team is in a tough division, like that doesn't make sense. My my point is your team has a much tougher road to make it to the Super Bowl, not just win the division. Because we're gonna win the division. It doesn't matter. Saints, I'm sorry, you guys are not gonna win the division. And then you're but, gonna magically win the Super Bowl because get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, listen, listen, oh. I've seen stranger things. I've seen the Giants go on the road and beat every team and win a Super Bowl with Eli Manning. We've all seen that. Yeah, yeah, and a stacked team. We match. saw the fucking Falcons blow a Super Bowl. So things can happen. Okay, things can happen. I just think that my I think my team. So so Desmond Ritter, (laughs) the starting quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, is going is going to lead them to the Super Bowl. See, this is what I think. 
I think people don't know what Desmond Ritter is, right? And I understand that because I have my reservations too. I don't know to how strong his arm is, how consistent he is, because he only has four. He has four starts. However, I will take Desmond Ritter over a rookie in Bryce Young that you don't know what he is because he's so fucking small. I would rather take my fucking quarterback with the weapons on my team over the lack of weapons on your team because you don't even know if you're gonna have a fucking running back. Dude, I don't know. What happened? Well, here's, here's the thing, right? So let's let's just look at what the NFL says. The NFL had multiple teams fighting to get the number one pick to get Bryce Young. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, I understand oh, that. So so we got that. We've established that. That's a fact. Yeah. Ritter, on the other hand, got passed by all 32 teams at least twice, <laughs> and then got picked in the third round. You know who else got um passed a bunch before they uh got picked? Tom Brady. Stop, yeah, they're not stop. the same. I don't care what you say. No, 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 because nobody knew who the fuck Tom Brady was when he was starting in New England. That's first season. Nobody. I mean, just give it to them because they got Tom Brady on the team. Listen, no one knew. My point is, why you got to go to the extreme, though, dog? This is what I don't Why does it? Why? But these are facts that are are that have been made. These are facts. Not that, not just what you were mentioning, trying to compare Ritter to Tom Brady. I'm saying, why can't you say, hey, man, if we can maybe put something together and maybe win six or seven games, we'll have a successful season. That's the problem with your fan base. You got to go straight to, oh, man, we're going straight to the Super Bowl. How about, come on, you know, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You literally had the same record as us last year at seven and ten. Yeah, the entire NFC South had a yeah. seven and ten record, and an eight and nine record went to the fucking yeah, playoffs. But, yeah, but right? we swept y'all, so we know. Okay, yeah, you swept can. us, right? That's fine, but you do understand but, that we had uh, we were in salary cap hell. We had no talent. We were fucking literally paying league yeah, minimums Debo, around to have people, and we still jump from being a middling seven and ten team to we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like, how about winning the division? Do you not pay attention to free agency? You literally only brought in a quarterback this year, and we That's literally we brought in an entire defense. We literally brought in multiple uh, uh, weapons on offense, and we already had weapons on offense. We literally have a top three that running does, rushing attack. We literally have a top five fucking line. Like, you, you like we, we know in the NFL, sense. the way to build your team is through the draft. The way you can be, you're correct. The way to build a team is through the draft. And we have drafted well. I've told you on previous episodes, I've liked y'all offseason. I like the moves y'all have made because y'all went go get a former Saints exec to run the team. Shout hey, hey, that was years ago. He's and he, and he, and listen, Fondo gonna do it right. He was a brother. He needed he's to leave New Orleans. He, he said he was tired of that etouffee. He was tired of that fucking shrimp and grits. He was tired he's of that gumbo. And he wanted some fried chicken wings. He, he, could, he could get that in New Orleans. He just, he wanted a promotion and he was getting blocked, just like we would do in corporate America. You gotta make moves. I respect it. And he make it cool. All I'm saying is this. Okay. Will we win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But I think I'll put money on it. I, I put it like this. It's much more likely that we're going to win the division. It's much more likely that y'all not going to sweep us than it was in previous years. I, I, I'm not. This is not an attack, but I legit, if I had to pick prior to like, like two days ago, I would have said Saints are going to win that division. A lot of now, people are, now, and that's the problem. Now, hold up. The, the hard up now is that you're looking at Alvin Kamara suspension, and I think that throws things into jeopardy. But I'll, I'm happy to put it on record if anybody wants to take the bet of no NFC South team will be in the Super Bowl this year. 
We bet against Dallas. We would have been right the last 26 times with no fail. With no yeah. fail. Yeah. But we're talking about this year, aren't we? I mean, come on, come on, Danny. You, does that make you better this year? Hold on, hold on watch this. Watch this, Danny. Hmm. Are the Cowboys going to win a Super Bowl this year? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you should know that. It's the same fucking shit. <laughs> I look, but I'm look. giving you, I'm giving you the whole <laughs> NFC South that I'll say none of them appear in the Super Bowl. If you want, we can match it up against dozen NFC East team appear in the Super Bowl. No, I mean, because the, you have the the person, the team that just was in the fucking Super Bowl on your team. I mean, no, but to me, that level of the odds. If I, if I, if it's, I'm saying the, the East, and you say you take the South, and if neither one's right, then nobody wins. Otherwise, I'll just the original bet was I'll just say, I'll say nobody from the South is in the Super Bowl. I, I think the, I think the better bet is. I tried to, I tried to make the, it more in there. I'm talking mad shit. The better the better bet is if you say the entire South or the Cowboys. Would you take your Cowboys over the entire NFC South for other teams? Um, well, if it's bet. just one or the well, if it's just one or the other, yeah, because the South's not going to make it. So it would be the uh, the odds are it would just be a draw. So if that's the bet you want to make, and that makes it a little more balanced for you, we could do that, but. I, I'm confidently saying no team from the C South is going to be Super Bowl. It's not saying none of those teams aren't going to get there in a couple years, but I'm saying this year is not the year for that division. It's I can't wait for us to be in the Super Bowl. They're all still building up. Carolina is continuously underperforming. But, but, Dallas, but Dallas is ready now, though, right? Dallas is ready now, right? I mean, so when Dak Prescott goes down for six weeks in, like, October, per I, usual – Y'all still be how good that, to go come December and January. How'd that work out last year? I mean, how did it work yeah. out? They made it to the playoffs. Going down didn't hurt the team. They still, yeah, they but still that, that ain't an accomplishment, man. Like, 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 Danny. You know, I, I don't know what side of the the fan base you're on, but like the Cowboys fan base as a whole, just holistically speaking, it's always Super Bowl or bust. So you can't. See, but, yeah, and I get that. I get that's the reputation, and a lot of people say that. But I mean, isn't that every fan base? I think that's well, the it, it should be. It's, it no, no, it's not them. Like, See, and this is what losers do. I feel you on that. The it should. Fan base. It, it, it should. It Easily. shouldn't be. Like but you got to be always, realistic. You got to be. Realistic. Nobody wakes up and say, "I want to be in the playoffs." I'm not that guy that will tell you that every year. I'm very realistic when I'm like. Like this year, I'll, I can tell you, I can point to all their faults, and I can tell you, like, here's here's where they're better at, and here's where they're weaker at. Like, I'm 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 realistic. I think that Mike McCarthy calling offensive plays makes everything up in the air. Like, who fucking knows if that guy has any idea, like, what the hell he's doing? It, it could be better than what it was, or it could be a major setback. I mean, he's a guy that likes to run the ball, and I don't know that they have a great run game. Like, nobody, Tony Pollard's never been a full time starting it running back, us, and all yeah. of a sudden. And all of a sudden now he's got to be the guy to like carry the team and where if Mike McCarthy starts to be like, let's old school run the ball guy, which does not work in the NFL. Like that's going to fucking fail miserably. So I mean, we got plenty of running backs. Y'all could take one. I think that, I think that the, the stigma that sticks with Dallas fans happens because most people know more Dallas fans than any other besides like their own market. I think the media play. also plays a huge part in it. Sure. The it, media, like every every Dallas, morning sports talk be, show. That's real. Dallas has the largest fan base. So if you're well, that, media, well, that's what, that's what I was have, saying earlier. Yeah, you, because you the fan base opinion. is so big and then you right. put on top of it first take every, once a week in the offseason, did the Cowboys do enough in the offseason to win the Super Bowl? You, you, it's, they're talking about it constantly. You got Michael right, Irvin yelling. 
you one know. guy says they're going to the Super Bowl, and the other guy gets to say they're the shittiest team I've ever seen. And now you've got a bunch of people that love this guy and a bunch of people that are angry watching this guy, and you've just doubled your viewership because everybody's got a reason to watch. The people that hate the team want to tune in and, and back the guy that says right. they're a terrible team. So n- right. nobody on TV is ever realistic about what that team's chances are. So the people that hate them be like, oh, I remember the 10 guys on TV that said they were the best team this year and going to Super Bowl. But, yeah, that's because what that's the, they, they're putting it out for ratings, not for honesty. I, I, I do think, obviously on paper, and I've told, you know, 16 this before, off camera, on camera, the roster's not bad. It's not a bad team. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. I think what's really going to get them in trouble, I don't know if it'll be a year, probably a year or two from now, C.D. Lamb's going to be up for a big deal. Contracts, yeah. Con- yeah, it's going to be the money. Yeah. You know, Michael Parsons is probably going to break the defensive line market. And you can't um, let that ain't that ain't hurt y'all because y'all niggas been broke for fucking three years and y'all still no, making. We ain't, we ain't been broke. We ain't been but broke. They, you, the the cap is not real. Don't give. Like, I can give. I can take you on the lesson. That's lesson. true. They they do some the cap shit isn't real. Okay. I don't and know I, how they they, they do this shit every fucking year. Hey, it's crazy. Hold on, hold on. We've been selling cap hell since 2014, dog. Let me explain why the cap's not real. Do we have a date on when the NFL is going to end and then everybody's got to pay the money that they're owed? No. We no. don't. So, of course, I can keep pushing money into 2023 and 2030. Yeah. It's and layaway. Whatever. You're a layaway. You're a, of course, you're, Saints are going to yeah. layaway every fucking what? thing. You and just have if you go look at the offseason, if you look at all the transactions that have happened, several teams have done the same shit. The L.A. Rams did it on multiple contracts. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they adding all these future years and this dead money. Everybody's doing it now. Hell, Atlanta probably did it with a contract. If you go on Spot Track, one of them free agent signings, they probably got, uh, what, what you call, old boy from uh, Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates probably signed a five-year deal, and that shit's probably – Nine years with four years of dead money on the back. Mom, my nigga, my nigga, we paying that nigga. We paying him up front, and then in the end, it's gonna be. Listen, we got plenty of money. I ain't worried about it. And the salary cap go up every year, so I ain't worried about it. I don't know exactly. what's this. There's no deadline. Is this. It's like the debt ceiling. We can the, we, we just go to Congress, raise it up every year, and keep pushing money. The, I just think Rams. that. I just think that if for the Cowboys, because they do have an emerging Giants team. They had well if they keep if they have Saquon Barkley, right? I don't fear the Giants. I don't. I don't know. Right, no one feels the Giants. But then they also have in that division a juggernaut in the Eagles, and I think that if I were if it was a bet of the the Cowboys making the Super Bowl versus an NFC South team, who somebody whether it's my team, your team, whatever, is going to come out of that as the division winner and have a home playoff game that. You know, fuck around and find out can anything can happen in one game. Yeah, I think it's an easier route for an NFC South team to make it to the Super Bowl than the Cowboys. Even if you, you, you think that, that the Cowboys like, are a better they, team equivocally. Like that when the NFC South team gets to the playoffs, that suddenly they only play other NFC South teams. Like, that's not an easier route. You still now you've got to play all the teams that came out of harder divisions. Like True. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a division winner who was just clearing away better than everybody else, right? Oh, you might end up getting, you might end up getting an LA Rams team who was ten and seven, right? That's comparable to what you might end up having, and you're going to be playing them at home. You, you might end up sneaking in and winning that. You have to go through three teams, so I mean, 
are you is, is let's say whether it's a Saints or a Falcons team let's be honest like just we don't know exactly what those teams are going to look like this year so let's base it take it off of what they were last year and then okay. just say they're, they're just, let's assume they're going to be a little bit better than what they were last year are okay. the, either of those teams running through a San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs are they going through the Eagles in the playoffs are they, I mean, are it, they it, going through Dallas in the playoffs like I don't those it, aren't easy games so, like, I think going through Minnesota I think overall, I think Minnesota, yeah, NFC's I think wild. you could be here in Minnesota. The, the NFC as a whole is weak, and we talk yes. about the Niners. The Niners have a loaded roster; they're great on both sides of the ball. But let's be honest, who's gonna be their quarterback? Their quarterback, right? It doesn't. Thank you. It does, that's the most frustrating thing because I hate the Four Niners. I hate more than any team within Dallas's division because I, I, I live in California, so it's like the Four Niners fans are everywhere. So it's like you grow up just fucking. I hate them. Um, but that's the frustrating thing is it, it, people say that, oh, who's their court? It doesn't matter, though. That's the problem. It that's just, the, to, to your point, it doesn't matter what, what Kyle Shanahan does. Kyle matter? Shanahan has proven his his offense is QB proof. He can put and, and anybody so, in there. And that's work. so frustrating to watch that they're the only he's ones. All, he's also proven he, he's, a, he's a hack. He but, also proven but, he's but, a choke artist, too. But, but to Debo's point, you know as far – right now, you know as far as you're going to get with them. You're either losing in the Super Bowl or you're losing in the NFC Championship. You're going to lose with, with him somewhere. He's going to fuck in, up. In that division, you know, they're going to be going back and forth with Seattle. Seattle's got a really good team. Same question marks with at quarterback. Geno had a good year. They're good. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't see a scenario where anybody – I mean, unless Stafford comes back to the Rams and suddenly they make some – magical Rams, you know, moves where they start signing people that they have no business signing and cash in on it. I mean, they've proven they're the best in the, the world. They've cheated the system. They cashed in everything, got them Super Bowl when they needed to. Everybody sits back and goes, I wish my team would do that. Like, I'd be okay if, I, if, if I'm going to have – if I win a Super Bowl and that means the next three years are shitty because we can't get out of contracts or whatever, you go. I'll take it. I'll take the one good year. Yeah. That, Ah, to have and then followed by a couple shitty years where you where you get back on your feet like everybody hundred percent and, yeah. and this yeah. is what the Rams and did they still, leveraged the future for a Super Bowl and that's what it was still, that's all you do they're still there like it's hard like they they weren't great last year but Stafford was hurt they you know they're trying to rebuild and replace some of those pieces Cooper like, Cup got hurt yeah that, so but they, they lost some pieces still, on defense too. They lost some pieces. You still, still got Aaron Donald, and you know, sixteen. I don't want to take your quote, but if you got a pass rush, that hides any deficiency. Any deficiency. Any, any deficiency. It's the it's they the great band aid. Have the shittiest quarterback in the world, but he might look like Richard Sherman with a good stuff pass like rush. That, people underestimate stuff like that, that. How it even helps your offense because when you're because it travels, we because can take it travels well. We can do things. Or you can take oh, it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. From a team who had no pass rush, I understand completely. You can take it anywhere. It doesn't have it, it, dome outside. It doesn't matter. You got that. You can get, especially if you don't got a blitz. You getting pressure with four. You got a winning. You got a winning formula going on. So yeah, it's it's the great band aid to me. I, but I at some point you got to score. At some point you got to score. Yeah, right? but it, because but to, because but defense, defense is great and and it does win championships. But there's a big shift in the NFL now where you have to have some type of Passing game, running game, something that's going to help you get over the uh, over the uh, goal you, line. You don't need an elite defense, but you need a defense that gets turnovers. 
You you, you got to have a top fifteen the number the least. number fifteen ranked defense in the NFL. But if they're we, number one in forcing turnovers, that's how we won our Super Bowl that way. You could get from the twenty to the twenty on us, but we made you cough it up. We we led the league in turning you over, and we turned them into points. They they you gave can start, the Super Bowl. You can, they you gave can look like you look you can look would, like you ate a lemon all you want, Debo. That shit fucking it happened. They gave you the Super Bowl. Listen, I get it. Katrina happened. Y'all got the Super Bowl. They gave it to you to make y'all feel good. The it, city, I get it. it. I'm happy for y'all. It did uh, feel a little like, hey, it's uh 2001, and the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl so, after 9 so we, like, so, come so on. We're handing out trophies here. You know what? We're handing out, you know what? And, and this concludes prediction radio on in football <laughs> in July. Nobody knows what they're talking about. You are now listening to the radio show. I don't have road rage. I just don't like when people get in the left lane and do the speed limit. Nigga, if you're going to get in this lane, you got to accept the risk that you could potentially get a ticket. <laughs> That's what this lane is for. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. You are now listening to the radio show. I don't have road rage. I just don't like when people get in the left lane and do the speed limit. Nigga, if you're going to get in this lane, you got to accept the risk that you could potentially get a ticket. <laughs> That's what this lane is for. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Wake up, wake up, breakfast. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Playing more music online. This is your favorite radio station. Your number one one internet radio station. You are now listening to the she radio show ATL. I see the way she looks at you. I said, babe, what's it to ya? I can say, but really, what's the use? There's things from my past you just can't control. So don't put me on the stand if you can't
But I bet you that your bitch love it I'm just so addicted to the cash flow Yeah, I'm strapped, but I ain't gotta let that mag show I tried to lead the gang, but it won't let me leave She not Brazilian, but she got on some Brazilian weed When it come to work, I got that shit you need Take the pros and then I stretch it like a limousine Jordan. Bitch, I'm hot, yeah, I'm scorching. Suit and tie, bar, barker fly. That's with a fortune. Reggie Miller to hoes. Bitch, you know that I'm scoring. What kind of car am I driving? Bitch, you know it's a foreign. 30 bands every morning. It's only 8 in the morning. Ain't for what I'm pouring. Made a killing OJ. Chain freeze a snow day. White shit, cold gay. Shotgun with a snowflake. She keeps saying that her nose ache. Plan B, cause she's so late. These niggas is so fake, but I lose nigga no way. 20 bands in my old safe. These niggas in their own way. Doing 80 down a one way. Thindos for the gunplay. Red bottoms for the runway. And let me know if I need to Uber him some juice or some soup or something. I, I'm glad to do why, it. Why are you sending that man some juice like he can't eat solid food? Like, let me send him some <laughs> <laughs> Like he in a nursing home or something. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ-Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe.
Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's the Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com. All right, so we're continuing with my black radio show. Like I said, we got the guys, Devo, Danny, hanging out with us. And, you know, we talk to a lot of podcasts. We got a lot of them that come and hang out with us on Bring a Friend Night. But I want to have a chance to ask the both of you. Um, Devo, I might have an idea about what you might say about this, but social media, you know, it has a hand in a lot of things now, especially when it comes to podcast shows, things of that nature. Do you guys feel like, in this type of venture where you're doing podcasts and things of that nature, that people put too much emphasis on social media because there are a lot of people who, you know, they don't have these exorbitant amount of, like we don't have a whole bunch of followers. I think on Instagram, we might have more like 400, 500, something like that. And then on Facebook, maybe 800 or something like that. But just to brag on like Devo tells me to do, we still hit the top 200 in the music commentary category without a, this huge big time, you know, following on social media. So do you feel like people weigh that down because they got a lot of people, thousands of followers, but how much engagement do they really get? How important is it in this, this field? I mean, I think people buy followers too. Like there's sites mm-hmm. that are dedicated to, Oh, I'm gonna get you a thousand followers overnight, 5,000 followers for 150 bucks or something like that. So I feel like social media numbers are misleading very misleading but people do always kind of overvalue what a social media of uh, uh, somebody with a large social media following is they think that especially now people think that if you have millions of followers that you just the most paid motherfucker and that's not true these niggas are still hustling like they still out here trying to grind to get money and so so i feel like social media is a tool that people mistaken for just a way of life it's just life for them that's what i am on social media is my life and people see you doing something big on social media and they don't realize that oh this person actually recorded this shit 500 times to get the right cuts to put together to make it seem like their life was glamorous and it's really not like we was talking about this the other day where um i hate a motherfucker that sets their camera up to cry on social media oh yeah it's the worst fucking thing. Like you literally set your camera up to then go sit down, cry about something or whatever it is. And then you had to stop crying, get up, press stop, look at the video, edit the video, upload the video. The worst That's like those that. people that that sent that put the photo of the wristband in the hospital. Like, man, oh, yeah, yeah. just get well. I, like, damn, or just make a post saying you're in the hospital to pray for you. But like the or, whole or don't just get well. Like, I, I was gonna say the worst version of that I saw just the other day on TikTok, and this lady said, "I mean, it was a video of her laying down on the floor next to her sick kid, and like their older sibling and her are trying to figure out, like, oh, the medicine's not working. Like, what what are we supposed to do now? And the kid's like, looks honestly, the sick kid on the floor looked fucking dead. I mean, like, you know, it's just like not moving, and they're laying there, and it's the sad music, and it's like you set the camera up to record that moment." And then uploaded that shit later, like, thinking this is a good one. Yeah, I just I, I can't imagine. Like I'm, all, I'm definitely one of those people where I'm like I don't, I'm not taking pictures and videos of my kids and and putting them on the internet. But I'm, I'm older, so I don't, I don't really like that idea. But I'm definitely not doing it when they're fucking sick and dying. Like I'm the last thing I'm thinking about if my kid is is not well is 
what will the internet think of this? Like, I, do, I the internet doesn't exist. I'm not on my phone doing anything. Like, it's so weird that your instinct is set up a camera so that we can capture this moment and upload it later. Like, I, I get that it sounds like an old man yelling, but that's what it is. Like, it's really fucking, it's a weird phenomenon of, of it, making sure you exploit every moment and hoping that it, and then what, if it didn't get the right views, you just delete it later and be like, maybe we could shoot it again some other time when you're not feeling well. It, it's, it's definitely weird. But I, it's weird. On the show, I, I definitely think there's some benefits. I was talking to Debo uh, yesterday. We were talking about it. And I'm saying, like, I constantly have this urge to do a wrestling show. Like, I want to do a wrestling. I love fucking talking about wrestling. But then I think about the amount of work that goes into it is because if I was going to do it, I'd want to do it right. And it's like, that means recording video. And, and then you have to. You have make to a TikTok account. Yeah, with wrestling, you're gonna have to be recording regular, uh, you know, shows and doing them on a certain schedule so that it fits with. It's always current with what's going on. And then you need to have TikTok. You're gonna have to put something on Instagram. You're gonna need to do Twitch streams. You're gonna need to make shorts for YouTube. Like, if you want to actually do it and do it well, you have to be everywhere. And I was like, ah, I just don't. I don't want to put in there. If I was rich, I'd have a team of people do that shit for me and then i'd be doing a wrestling show right now because i'd have somebody else worry about all that stuff but i i can't be bothered right now i don't have an instagram account and i wanted to sign up for uh threads and yeah, it was no. like it wanted me to have an instagram account and i was like well that's the end of the road like i got that right far he and just won't like, have oh, an instagram account he has I'm access to the show account he just account. don't do it I, I don't i don't want instagram i don't want to have that responsibility i've gone this far it's not is it is it, is it an anti-meta thing or no, no, really. I mean, I, I like, I still have my Facebook account, but I never look at my actual Facebook account. I use it for Facebook Messenger. I'm in multiple group chats on there, and if those magically carried over to something better, and all those same people carried over, it'd be great. But like, I can't even open my Facebook page anymore because if I opened it and started scrolling through, I get angry. So I'm like, it's the only, only the worst of the worst people are still like super active on Facebook, at least from you know people that I see, you know, and it's like. And so it's like, I'm like, oh, I get irritated, three posts down. I want to point out, like, how terrible these people are. And then I just close it up anyways. And then I spend the rest of my day thinking about it. But so I don't open Facebook. It's just Messenger. I, use, I, I made a rule. I'll use Twitter, but I use it to read certain other people. But I don't, I don't, like, I, I make a rule. I don't comment or engage with anybody. Because if I write something, no matter what I write, positive, or if it's just a simple statement, Somebody will disagree with it, and now I'm sucked into a stupid internet argument. And I go, I don't care enough. So, and and this is why me and him are, are such a great pair because I'm I'm here for all the arguments. Yeah, <laughs> I'm we, here we for getting banned both. on Facebook. Yeah, I'm here for all the those all the smoke as they say. But I just to to kind of reiterate his point or or double down on his point. Danny doesn't like Facebook because Danny doesn't like the Bakersfield people that he knows. That's yeah, where he's from, Bakersfield, it. California. And so that's a big part of why he doesn't like Facebook is because the people that he knew and grew up around are just generally shitty people. And so yeah. because of that, friends. it just turns him off. I lost friends because they would post something dumb on Facebook and I would correct them. Not even not even something you'd think like controversial. Like, uh, like there's one girl, both my wife and I were friends with her, and she posted something about her peanut butter like being in the fridge. And I was like, who puts peanut butter in the fridge? And she was like, 
oh, well, it melts in the summer. I was like, turn your fucking air. Like, how wait, 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 wait. How hot is your house that you're <laughs> melting thick-ass peanut butter? And so I was just, like, pointing out, like, this nonsense. I'm like, nobody in the world puts their peanut butter in the fridge like this. And she ended up, like, unfriending me over that. Like, What so kind of that, peanut butter is she using? I don't know. Is it the no cheap, like, government kind? Oh, it's definitely store brand. It's definitely, uh, you know, Safeway. Is it got, the, like, the layer of oil on the top of that bit? Yeah, you got to stir it a little bit before you could use it, probably. No, thank you. I don't want wet peanut butter, dog. Yeah, no, she thinks Skippy is fancy. Like, that's definitely where they're at. But but it's just, I mean, I I used to be in a phase where, like, I couldn't, if I saw something, you know, people, Devo knows, people would post a thing and it would be like, if you comment on this picture, a ghost pops out of the window. And I'd comment, I would comment on people's posts, like, I'd be like, that's not how pictures work. It will absolutely will not happen. And like, why would you believe that? And, and then people would get mad, you know, and, I, and I'd be I'd be annoyed. And it was like, there was no good came of it. It was, I was annoyed and I was annoying other people by me being annoyed. Like I always felt the need to correct people on dumb stuff that they posted. So it just got easier. Yeah. I was like, I'll step away. Let them live in their ignorant bliss and, and let them just have their life. I don't need to be the guy that comes in and corrects them. What what did your wife call it? She called it a, a sense of justice. Like you yeah, have to you're the internet police for real. You have to like correct niggas when you see it wrong. You can't just scroll past, see just a blatantly just blatantly wrong information and just keep on scrolling. You gonna say Wait, something, which is hilarious. I don't know if I don't think it was D Bill, I don't think it was one of your posts, but you remember there was somebody posted a picture and it, it might have been your post. I don't know. Somebody posted a picture, I think it was you, and you tagged me. And that's how my friends got involved. But it was about <laughs> It was a picture of like a a dog's head, it like wrapped in cellophane, like being sold in some like third world meat market, right? Like, yeah, that was me. And and I was able to like point to like articles and facts on the internet, like like links that were like this image is is a fake. Like, there's nothing to suggest this is a real thing. And this girl that I went to high school with started commenting and was like, Danny, you wouldn't know if this is real or not because you weren't in the military. And it's like, and then neither was she, by the way. She was like, my dad was in the military and he knows that other countries like eat dog like this. And I'm like, but this particular picture is fake. And I don't need to have been in the military to know that. And then it just became this long back and forth fight that Devo started because he tagged me in something that he knew was nonsense. It was just, just he was just poking, but this girl jumped in and took it as a literal thing. To be fair, she literally was on my post. I'm not her friend at all. And she was like going in on that shit. And I was just sitting there watching it. It Yo, too, is another thing, I guess, sort of piggybacking off of the social media question was a lot of people also, if you talk to people in this endeavor, too, it's a lot of people who would say, well, I'm not getting the support or the what I thought I was going to get from close friends and family members, I'm not oh. getting. Oh. And you find that you network and you find. Dan, is he walking up the right tree? <laughs> and, and you listen and you find that you network more with, with like people, strangers you don't know? Or people that you didn't know. Yeah, because if, if you look like we've been doing this Bring a Friend Night series for about the last, I don't know, year and a half or so, maybe two years, where we've been partnering with other pies doing shows with them. And it's like these people that didn't, that we haven't. Some of them we do know, but a lot of them we don't. We just meet through social media. Hey, I like what you do. You like what you do. We like what you do, that type thing. But the support comes from places that you didn't expect. So do you feel yeah. like um, that's the probably the, the, the more proper route to go to is 
network with strangers versus yes. expecting that because man people will not man folks that know you like technically i don't know how many friends you got on facebook devo or how many technically if they support you every person on there should like your page or have listened to something and they just don't they just they just they don't, don't. something as simple as liking something it's yeah. fascinating the amount of people that don't even give it a listen like i get it if you listen to it and you go eh, it's not for me or a lot of people still like aren't really podcast people. They don't know how to fit it into their schedule. Like right now, for me, I love podcasts, but at, every time I think about adding a new podcast, I have so many in my playlist and I try to always stay up on them. So it's like, if I try to add a new podcast, it has to be real good for me to do it. But if you come to me and you're like, I'm starting to show them, I'm gonna listen to it. Um, and I'm, and you know, and if it's good enough, it makes the rotation, but it's surprising how many people in your close friends and family will never even listen and give a shot of, of something you're putting out there. They, and I don't think they do it to be mean. It's not out of spite. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's weird. Like how people don't support what you do. And Debo, just Debo, don't was support. This, Debo was on this for a while of black people don't support each other. And first I thought it was nonsense that he was speaking, but he just kept finding more and more evidence of his, of his yeah. black people around him that were not supporting. We have lots of black listeners, but they weren't, Debo's friends and family, they, you know, I mean, you know, it's like, it's the same one. It's the same ones who be on there who can't hit the like on yours, who be telling Yo Gotti happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? Listen, there's a, I got a story. I got a quick, quick one. Danny knows this one. Tell me about your cousin, Jeff. Right. My cousin, Jeff. I love my cousin, Jeff. Right. I tell my friends this story. It's so good. (laughs) He's a wrestling fan. Right. And for, for and I know your listeners don't know this, so I can tell this in, in entirety. Me and Danny met through another show that he did, a wrestling show that he did with with a, his ex girlfriend. And <laughs> it was another dude, but that's how we refer. It was to another him. dude, but that's, he was acting like a bitch. Like, but anyway, he's still, he did it's been show. ten years, and he'll still tweet at me sometimes because he misses it's, me. Like, it's it's weird. crazy, but it was a good show. I'm not even gonna tell you it was a great show. Him and Danny had chemistry. Me and Danny kind of met through that show, and we decided to do this show, My Black Friend. And my cousin, who's also a wrestling fan, because you know M16, we're all wrestling fans, right? He found Danny's old show through YouTube. He found clips, and he found video, because that's how I found him. And he had been watching him for a year and a half. Now, my cousin is doesn't work a typical 9-to-5. He's on the road at the Black Circus. Danny's a vet of the Black Circus, a former worker of the Black Circus, as he is. We will talk about that. But he came to me, and keep in mind, I had been doing a show about six or seven years at this point. And when I told him, uh, he was talking to me about wrestling because I would call, he would call me and I would give him updates on wrestling because he would miss it because he's on the road all. And he was telling me how he kept up with it. And he told me that one of the shows that he would watch was Danny's old show. And I said, don't watch TWFS. I don't want to say anything. I said, don't watch TWFS. It's a terrible show. The the host is is shitty. I know that guy. I know that guy personally. And I said, you know, I do a show with Danny now. And he lost his fucking mind. You know Danny Richardson? Wait a minute. The guy you've been doing a show with is Danny Richardson? He fucking lost it. Made me call Danny so he could talk to him on the phone and shit. Oh, you could hear it. He was fan. He was giddy that day. He was a fan of Danny. A fan of me, and was excited that Debo knew me. Not you know, but not excited enough to ever had clicked on any of Debo's posts or links to hear the show. He would have known this years ago. But not a one time. 
Yeah. And how long have y'all been on the air at this point? How long? Six, seven years, at least seven years. It was, it was, oh yeah, my god! Several years into it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it was oh like six god. or seven years. It was before the last meetup. So what? Five years? Maybe five years. We were into it because it was yeah. before the last oh meetup. Oh my god! And like he literally lost it. Made me call Danny that night because it was like nine, ten o'clock at night on our time. And you know, Danny's in the West Coast, so it was earlier for him. But I, he made me call Danny on three way. He talked to Danny. Man, I'm a big fan. Just gushing. And I said, "You never watched our fucking show." Yeah, you no never way. even clicked the fucking link one time and listening. We've been doing quality fucking content for fucking years at that point. But we were the number podcast in Malta, nigga. He told he told on himself because if he had ever listened to a minute he of the show, know. Point, yeah, black people don't support each other, and your family don't so support you either. But you would be under the assumption that, oh, the minimum is that somebody could like my page or or subscribe. It's like the the, the smallest thing you could do. And it just doesn't happen that way. Majority of that stuff has come from complete strange. If I went to my my meet, my family, like my parents, my brothers, stuff like that right now, and I asked the name of the show, I would be blown away if any of them guessed it right. Like they, none of them, they all, and I don't want them to listen to the show. But my point is, is that they don't even take enough interest to ever ask me about it. They know it exists. Every once in a while, I'll be down there for like Christmas visiting people, and somebody will go, "You still do uh, your radio show?" <laughs> and I go, no, no, I don't. I don't do that anymore. And then, now, like, at least my parents know the name of the part. show. Yeah, but they, they just, won't listen. But they know the name of the show. They know who Danny is. I can get. I guarantee you, Danny's family doesn't know who the fuck I am. No. Oh my yeah, goodness. I, yeah, they they don't have any desire to learn. But wow, ask my mom and dad, have they ever listened to a show? They couldn't tell you to fucking no. They don't even know what episode number we're on. And I've talked yeah, to them. It's just, it's just the small, just the small things where that's what you could do. And it, it becomes frustrating because you're under this assumption when you start an endeavor. Oh man, the people who are closest to me are gonna have my back on this. They're gonna have me hundred percent on this, and they and they don't. And you know, I guess sometimes you know when you're in a creative environment like this, that you can it can mess with your psyche, you know, sometimes. Right. But it's it's interesting that you guys hung in there for as long as you did, and same for us. You know, we've been at this since um, since 2015. So it's like, okay, cool. We can just we just gonna keep going regardless. So right. Like you know? that's I used to it used to bother me a lot. Danny can tell you it used to bother me so much that. The same people that will not like my show or click a link that I've posted or even just listen to one episode of our show were the same people that will send me their Facebook page because they started some fucking bullshit popcorn business where they out here, you know, I got a moving company. Or I'm doing landscaping. Can you like my fucking page? It's the same fucking people. It's fucking terrible. Debo, out of, if, if you, if Debo and I have met a lot and or like spoke to over the years at some point. Like it's one of those things like you always have to keep in mind there are a lot of people that will listen to your show that you will never hear from. And you know that because I like for me, I'm like, I like I said, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I never reach out to them. I'm not I don't tweet at them, I don't try to mess. I just, you know, I just listen. So they don't know I exist. So you always have to keep in mind there's a lot of listeners of yours that you will never even know exist because they don't they they, they just choose not to interact. But we've at some point or another, I've met, you know, been introduced to a ton of people, whether it's been they, they might have tweeted at you one point or they DM you or they message you or they add you on Facebook, something like that. But if, if, Debo, if you took in all of the listeners you've ever been made aware of, how many of them are people you knew 
before the show started? Like, how many people do you know actively actively listen to the show that were people you knew before the show? Yeah, like people you know one. in real life. One. Who? Craig. And then they, and he's a carryover from my old show. And he's a carryover so from your even, old show. Exactly. He's not even a real a real life friend. He's still technically an internet friend. Um, technically. I, that's some legal thing. I have a cousin that listens to our show, and that's it that I know of outside. Actually, there's two. There's a guy I used to work with, and he listens because um, he started. He recently started his own podcast, so now I know. So he'll he'll text me about like when we do put out something, he'll text me about it, um, and then so I make sure to like message him when I you know when I listen to his show. But uh, so two people outside. But outside of that, I, I don't know anybody in real life that actively listens to the show. There, no. Everybody I know of has been people that were brand new to me and came to me and said, oh, I, you know, I like the show or whatever. And then you go, oh, OK, and then you get to know them over time or maybe you never hear from them again. But it's never been somebody you went to high school with, people you work with, your relatives like those people just are not there for you. They're they're in their own world. It's, it's crazy. A, it's an insane. It's an insane pattern. Like if I, I put up a video like a clip of the show where you'll see how just how lazy folks are, where it might get. I don't know, 14 or 15 likes, a couple of comments. But then you look at the views and it's like, shit, 200 people watch this and you couldn't hit the, I don't even take the, are you mad about something? You know, voice your opinion. So you literally watch the video. I was like, all right, keep it moving. It's like, obviously we're friends if you're seeing it or if you're tagged, your friends are friends. You got nothing for that except to just lurk and look and just keep it moving. Like, I, I just don't understand. People are terrible. Put out a clip, you guys talking about the Dallas Cowboys. You get them numbers up. You get that engagement up right away. It's, it's definitely going to go viral. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is, like, way past the norm right there, Cowboy fans. It's it's the secret to everybody's success right now. I mean, that's that's all you got to do. Or shitting Unless on the Falcons, either one. Unless you're winning the championship. Yeah. yeah. And, and, then, but, and then let's say – Anytime in the next couple of years, if Dallas wins a Super Bowl, right? Like, it's it's just it's not going to change anything how they present it. It's just going to carry over. It'll be immediately people arguing about can they repeat? Can they get back? And then people tell no. you, no, they're trash. They got lucky. And then somebody else saying, no, they're a dynasty. They're about to go on a run. And then it, it just carries on. See this, see this shit right here, Debo. This shit right here is typical Dallas. We talk about social media, and my man brought it right back. <laughs> to fucking. I ain't one shit since 1995 Dallas. You know what? No more of this segment. We're done. You are now listening to The Radio Show. People who yeah. work abroad for business mm-hmm. purposes. 16, you don't have to keep this in there. In Well, you probably won't, but... I assume that's what it was because I've always seen like African people use it to call their family back in Africa. That's, so I just that's that's staying in. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. We're at that moment of the show where I get to piss Debo off. I like this. That's that's, this really, what it, that's really what it's become. So it's, it's not that great to piss me off. I'm in a good mood today. Come on now. I, 
Debo, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. When you the other day, Debo in the group chat was conflicting himself. He said, How the hell can Cat Williams go? And then at the end, he said, Damn it, easy, you're right. Cat it's because you go. put it, you make impossible situations. You know what? It's funny, you and Danny are similar in that matter. Because when we play games, he gives you these impossible situations that makes you want to pick one. And That's it's like, I the, can't. The point of it. Ah. And, and you know what he does? He doesn't. He never follows the rules of any game we play. He never I mean, It's an emergency occurring bit at this point. I have to. Yeah, not. yeah you tell me, you got to pick one, and he goes, but why? Who says I have to pick one? Why, oh who's going to make me? Like, yeah, I feel people. your pain. I have to do that. Right. Is what, what diabolical one got to go do you have this week? Please let okay, us know. Okay, so, so here we go. We got We got – Good quarterbacks in today's game. Okay, that's going to be the first one. So, so we got five choices. One of these quarterbacks has to go. Okay. So obviously we know one that's not going, but Mahomes is on the list. So we got Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, oh, Josh Allen. <laughs> The one's got to go. We got Mahomes, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen. I'm going to let Danny go first because I want to hear his opinion because Danny's a big football head. Uh, oh, for, for me, it's 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 easy, even though I'm, it's a little bit biased, but I'm getting rid of Justin Herbert. Oh. I, I don't think Justin Herbert's bad. I just can't stand the amount of forgiveness that Justin Herbert gets versus – like the love that he, you know, like he he gets all the love when he does something right, and then when the team still can't, the team still can't get to the playoffs or can't get anything done, it's like, well, he, he, you know, his team around him doesn't. Nobody else in the league gets that kind of forgiveness from the media. They, they make up excuses for Justin Herbert. Like, wasn't it just last year where they were like up by twenty one? Yeah, like twenty-one to zero at half, and then they lost that game. They scored. I think twenty-eight. When it twenty-eight to zero, twenty-eight. They scored zero points in the second half and lost. Yeah. Nobody tells you Justin Herbert's the problem. Jacksonville, they're, yeah. They're yeah. ready to tell you that Justin Herbert is going to be the MVP again this year. Like that's what they want. Like every year, Justin Herbert is the uncrowned MVP by the media, and I'm like, he hasn't done anything yet, but they love him so much. And I think you should wait until somebody accomplishes something. Yeah, I, yeah. I know it's easy to hate on on Buffalo, but at least they're they're there. They're doing something. They're they're hanging in there with with teams in the conference championship, or they're going to. Justin Herbert has done nothing, and all people do is make excuses for him. That is a valid point. And I think that Justin Herbert and I, I've said this before on this show that to me. People need to stop talking about how the AFC is loaded with quarterback talent because they're really not. There's only two good quarterbacks in the AFC. I'm, I'm just going to die on that hill. But it has to be Josh Allen because Josh Allen for the last four years has been the uncrowned MVP. He has all the MVP odds, all the odds of going into the Super Bowl. And he keeps getting accolades. And every time he fucks up, no one mentions it on the talking heads on TV. They, they don't even talk about it. It's literally the same argument that you're making for Justin Herbert, but for Josh Allen. And in a lot of sense, Josh Allen has been a worse quarterback than Justin Herbert. Josh Allen throws way more interceptions than Justin Herbert. Josh Allen has a better team than Justin Herbert. 
and he still can't make it to the fucking Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, with a worse team, made it to the Super Bowl, went into fucking Buffalo and busted Josh Allen's ass. Last year in the playoffs, these niggas had everything lined up for them to go in there and go to the conference championship against uh, Patrick Mahomes. They had the, the, the home and field advantage. They even had the weather on their side, and they still fucking fumble because Josh Allen is not that good. He's I'm not saying he's not good. But people are saying that he's on the same level as Mahomes, and he's not. He's not even on the same level as Jalen Hurts or J- or Joe Burrow. I've been saying this for a minute. He's literally below them. He's below Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has a MVP. And if you want an MVP, a unanimous MVP, you know, for that matter, you can't you can't be considered that. Justin Herbert definitely hasn't lost, won anything, and I agree with you. But he has a more upside. I think his ceiling is higher because he's younger and he hasn't been in the league as long as is Josh Allen. Josh Allen is what year six or seven at this point. Like yeah, but- when you gonna make it through? When you gonna make it to the Super Bowl? I'm not even saying I- him going and winning Super Bowl. Just make it to the Super Bowl. I I think that it's you can prove you're a great player without and get to the Super Bowl. I just don't think Justin Herbert's done anything other than he puts up some good regular season games. But I don't think that's enough to get you the amount of love and excuses that he gets. No, I agree and with you. I just think that it's doubly more for Josh Allen. And it's starting now. It's starting with Trevor Lawrence. The people, there are lists out there by professionals that have Trevor Lawrence as their top five quarterback. And it's Nick like Wright. Slow, slow it down a Nick little Nick Wright. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Slow it down. He's had a good year. He looks like he could be great. He might have potential, but you can't just put somebody in a top five because of what you think they will become. But that, but that's that number one pick syndrome, you know? It's just like yeah, absolutely, yeah. And also, he had a bad. He his first year was a wash because he had a fucked up coach, and so I feel like people will give, you know, uh, uh give him more leeway because of what that, Urban Meyer how he dropped the bag. You, in, in that doesn't get you a pass into the top five quarterbacks. No, yeah, I agree man. with you. I agree with you. But I also Please. think that for the same reasons, I might disagree with you. I think Justin Herbert is definitely more hyped than what he should be. I just think that that hype is also doubly more for Josh Allen. Josh Allen's on the fucking cover of Madden. Like, why? Because, man. I, I like Josh Allen. I think he's good. I he, He's the white Cam Newton. That's why he's on the cover, oh, man. <laughs> I've said this before on the show. If you put Cam Newton on his team, prime Cam Newton, before his shoulder injury, Cam Newton would have already won a fucking Super Bowl. Cam Newton man. won an MVP. Cam Newton took his team to the Super Bowl. Man, Devo, when, boy, when he when he zeroes in on on somebody and he don't like them, you're finished. And I mean, I, to I fucking hate that now, dude. I just think Lord he's overrated. What it will take to do that? Now, you saying that Devo about Josh Allen, your whole soliloquy is you went on about how he's you know not good and all this other stuff, even though his team just keeps winning. The he's choice, good. He's not great, and that's what I'm saying. Obvious, People are saying that he's great. He's not great. He's good. But the obvious choice in this group that Easy gave us is Justin Herbert. Mm. And it's for a lot of the things that Danny was saying about, you know, it's not a lot, a whole lot of winning involved with that, which puts Josh Allen over him. But at the same time, you could do all this dynamic stuff, but if it doesn't lead to anything, what's the difference? Right. So if you're saying, well, Josh Allen, you feel like he might be mid or maybe a little overrated. He's doing a whole lot with that overrated to get Buffalo close to where they want to be, almost to where they want to be. Where, Justin, where, where, where? Be a fan of? You, which team would you rather be a fan of? Buffalo or San Diego? Or, well, sorry, the L- L.A., but... 
I mean, you go in Chargers, Buffalo. I would much rather be Buffalo and knocking on. Yeah, the door I would must be. I would rather be Buffalo with Josh. What, how long is that Justin window? Herbert? How long is the window? Because this a, is year five for this. Herbert, that's a big window. What playoffs? What playoffs has Herbert done? I mean, it looked good. No, no, the, the, I, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that yeah, but Herbert, Herbert on this been list. In the league with. What, this will be what his fourth year, third year, third year. It's his third year but, in the league, yeah. and we're talking about year and, seven and, or eight for Josh Allen. Let's be honest. If Look, we're comparing this rosters, is fourth season. If we're comparing rosters, the talent, the talent on Buffalo and San and San Diego, the the it's talent hard. on the Chargers and the Bills is is pretty close. Yeah, but we're not Chargers. comparing the rosters. You said which quarterback got to go is Justin Herbert. Get him out of here. He ain't well, been to well, the playoffs yet. But Herbert could Get him be out of here. He may be good. He was in the playoffs last year. What are you talking about? I'll be fine if Herbert ends do? up being great. But he, he hasn't won. been great yet. Just like they, Josh Allen. But, but they treat Herbert like he's already done something. And I'm yeah, saying, let's he, wait he until he, he does something. He don't get dragged in the media because I'm guaranteeing right. you that if it was Lamar Jackson that was doing what he was doing, he'd get right. more criticism than what he should be. And Lamar I shouldn't know, because he's an MVP. I right, know you and that's why nobody saying. mentioned Lamar. Justin Herbert played for the Dallas Cowboys. He would be getting shredded. If for, for I, I feel like if he played for the Dallas Cowboys, he probably would win. He probably would have already been to a Super Bowl right now. There's different Mute standards him. for how we address no. teams. Oh my God, this fucking Dallas shit. <laughs> Mute you, him. Wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that if he played for Dallas. No, because Dallas, wouldn't jump on the Dallas is one of them franchises that's gonna find some way to fuck it up somehow. They're gonna have all the pieces in place, which they've had for several years, and they're gonna find a way to fuck it up. But I'm saying, you know what's funny? Of, think of the media storm if Dallas was up 28 points. And then the quarterback and the offense scored zero in the second half, and they lost. Like, like that's everybody in the world is going to jump on that bandwagon to tear them apart. Like, and imagine that everything you just said, M sixteen, can be applied to Buffalo. Buffalo has had the talent in place for a very long time. The one thing they they've have, been lacking but, a little bit is a running game, and I they, give you that. They, they're not going to get hit. But what Danny was saying about it, they're not going to get hit with that scrutiny in that aspect. So I don't know, like. Yes, Buffalo, I don't know if they're considered a glamour team. They've had winning ways, per se, but they spent a lot of time losing. But I feel like maybe Justin Herbert gets a pass based on where he is because nobody's really expecting anything from the Chargers in that aspect. And that's, right. That's, they that's are underperforming. They're overperforming and underperforming at the same time. At the meanwhile, same time. You got Mahomes in your division, so you're second place right. automatically. Automatically. But meanwhile, Buffalo is running that division, and they're still underperforming. Like, yeah. since, like since, the time for Buffalo to make it to the NFC – since since Sean McDermott has been there, obviously he's turned the program around. You know, they were, you know, we used to make fun of Bills Bengals on, you know, Thursday night football because it was such a trash. Like, don't nobody want to watch that. Right. Now but, that's a fucking powerhouse but matchup. Now, but now they're they're a powerhouse, but in the tier of being a powerhouse and always in it, they have underachieved. They need to be in the Super Bowl. I mean, if you look at the rosters from the Bengals versus the Bulls, Bills, the Bills should have already made it to a Super Bowl, especially that Super Bowl that the Bengals made it to two years ago. That roster was not better than the Bills, and yet they still lost. They still find a way to lose. Josh yeah, Allen, to me, is not clutch. He does not deserve the respect that people are putting on his name. I'm not saying that he's not good. What I'm saying is he isn't great, and I think Justin Herbert gets a pass because he hasn't been here long enough to warrant him getting kicked off yet. Now, two year, two more years, if he's still losing in the playoffs like that, then at that point we can have a conversation. I think it's fair to say, like, 
you already you for you you feel like you know what Josh Allen is, so you get rid of him versus let's wait and see what Herbert is. I, I get it, but I, I think Josh – I hold Josh Allen to a higher regard than you. So I'm like, yeah, we know what he is, but I'm good with it. Like, I would much rather a team consistently be good every year. I mean, only so many teams are – you know, two teams make it to the Super Bowl every year. Only one's going to win. It's sure. not an automatic failure if you're not the winner. Like, you can still have a successful season, and st- it's enjoyable to watch Buffalo. It's not enjoyable to watch – the Chargers, but I do I do think the Chargers will get better over time. But my only thing is I have a hatred for the way that Herbert gets held up on a pedestal versus everybody and, else. And at some he, point he does he does skate he does skate when it comes. I agree. To, to, no, to I criticism. agree. I agree. Easy. I just think that Josh is, Allen is skating way better. Like that motherfucker is out here Olympic skating, fucking criticism and shirking responsibility and just you know. It's just, yes. it just is weird to me, dog. Like, Debo <laughs> just ain't here for Josh Allen. I yeah, just, I mean, I just think that I've seen people with less do way more in the AFC, and they don't get that much criticism. Like, people killed Russell Wilson last year on on the on uh, um, as, on, as on Denver, right? And they should have. I'm not saying they didn't, but they <laughs> killed him last year, and like. We were literally watching Josh Allen and do the same shit, like losing games that they shouldn't have been losing. Nah, like, that's not even close. Russell Wilson was a different level of terrible. He was that's terrible not- last year. I'm not saying he also had terrible fucking coaching too. Like let's yeah. just let's just also deal with that. And, and and I don't think that Buffalo has terrible fucking coaching. Now this is interesting to me. Now because there's four of us here. Myself and Danny both said Justin Herbert. Debo, we know where you stand on Josh Allen. Easy, this is your segment. Did you even pick somebody? This is his I, segment. This, is, this his is, segment. is my segment, and I agree with Debo. It is Josh Allen. He's too reckless. You light skin and you right by me, nigga. Because he's, he's he, going to go opposite me Justin, anyway. Because he's white. And M16 just a motherfucker. <laughs> Justin Herbert doesn't turn the ball over as much as Josh Allen does. Josh Allen's going to – when Josh Allen's on fire, he, he he's on fire. But when he is bad, it's terrible. Looking at two picks, two fumbles, you know, it, it's it's some bad stuff. And I people know. roasted Dak Prescott for all the interceptions he had last yeah, year, and they definitely <laughs> you brought him up, not me. <laughs> I did, but what, my point is, they the media killed Dak last year for all the turnovers, and they didn't even mention Josh Allen's turnovers. They never do. It's incredible to me. So, so is that the only reason why you picked him is because of the because of the reckless and the and the turnover? He thinks he's Brett Favre. I think too, like, yeah. You look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen to me didn't take that next step until he got digs. He, which, which that's what you know, could, well, which, which kudos. Hold on, which kudos to the team? You went go get the guy that's gonna make your team better. I I, I have no problem with that. But Justin Herbert, he's been throwing to two broken wide receivers <laughs> and basically Austin Eckler, who's, you know, who's oh, he's don't undersell Austin Eckler. I'm not I'm not understanding him. Trust me, because I play fantasy football. He's yeah, Eckler doesn't get the praise outside he, of the fantasy is, community. Eckler is hella underrated. But my point mm-hmm. is he's been more available than Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have been. Like, let let's think about it. He's throwing to Gerald Everett mm. and whoever else, Josh Palmer. Mike Austin Eckler is like his best weapon, a running back. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, he doesn't have a Stephon Diggs to throw to. Now, if this was, you know, 2014 when Keenan Allen was young and healthy and was doing everything that he used to do, it'd be a different story. But Keenan Allen only plays four games a year, it seems like. He's the leader of the all-band-aid team. He's got potential out this world, but he can't stay healthy. Right. He's always hurt. The back, the foot, the ankle, whatever. Uh, I've been there. I'm acting like I don't know. But anyways, all right, so we got uh, Burger King, Wendy's, Sonic, McDonald's, Hardee's, Call Juniors, or Checkers. So I'll mm. say uh, Burger Checkers. King, Wendy's, Sonic, McDonald's, Hardee's, Checkers. Are we focusing on the, their whole menu? Yeah, like the the whole everything that they affiliated with has got to go. Because the only thing keeping Sonic alive is drinks. Facts. Because Sonic can get the fuck on. The, the the food is wow. That's an upset. The food to me is below average. That I don't think they're putting out anything that you couldn't find somewhere else and probably a better version of. But the drinks, the, uh, the jalapeno drink poppers would like to have a word. Damn, they right. I mean, but you can eat jalapeno poppers for Dude, fucking cookout. Sonic, yeah. this is gonna be random, but Sonic has a top tier breakfast, bro. That shit ain't going nowhere. Their breakfast burrito, the toaster, it ain't going nowhere. So I, I, would, too many places, I would argue too many that you can get Jack in the Box have either. a better breakfast. Jack in the Box does have a good breakfast, and it's all day. So, so Sonic's all day too. Let me understand this. So, Debo, both you and Danny are, are Sonic is out of here for both of y'all. So, Sonic, oh, yeah, the hell going. I, I don't know. I'd have to. Don't, I, I'm not going to rule on checkers. I'm going to have because we don't have a checkers anymore. We used to have a checkers, and now we don't have one. So it's been I've had checkers since I was a kid. So. Checkers is so. Mm, uh, just kiss. A, 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 man, you wreck a checker burger anytime, any day. Is that shit every great. day? If I didn't, the, the have, fries of checkers alone keep it keep it safe. If I didn't that have kids, I could consider getting rid of McDonald's. Absolutely. I can see McDonald's that. McDonald's food is falling off. McDonald's food is not the same for me as it used to be. I like one item from McDonald's and everything else disappoints me. What's the one item that you eat from McDonald's, Danny? The filet of fish. Mm. It is. And it, it well, is not. It's been real, y'all. I'm ahead out. It is. <laughs> it is a the top. Filet. Easy. You shut your whore mouth. The filet of fish, fish? Great. is great. Mid of fish? Mid of fish? It is the best fish sandwich in all of fast food. No, it's ever. not. No, nah, I would not say Arby's that. I think you're. I think you. I think you're over exaggerating. Yeah, I Arby's think you're. Out of the major chains, out of the no. national chains, tell me who's got a better fish sandwich? Arby's Popeyes. and Popeyes. Do you need it? No. Popeyes fish they sandwich is, is exquisite. Man, y'all full of shit. Both of y'all full of shit because the fillet of fish been there for both of your asses. Come on, I didn't say the fillet of fish was bad. See, you, 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 are mistaken. I didn't say fillet of fish because I will fuck up a double fillet of fish. My problem here is eat. Equivocally, the filet of fish only gives you a half a piece of cheese. Got to order extra cheese. And again, that's price. bullshit on a sandwich. I am not ordering a half of a fucking piece of cheese. And then they charge you 35 cents for that half a piece of cheese for I you to get the whole cheese. Look, it's ridiculous the, the to me. Of fish, the filet of fish, you, give, you think it's good because of availability. It's always around. But Arby's fish sandwich and Popeye's fish sandwich is they're, way better. It's not they're, good. they're good. They're good, but they're not. They, they don't crack the the top tier with fillet fish. I think, I, and I think you are also letting nostalgia dictate the your grading of the fillet of fish. 
No, because I'm letting taste buds dictate. <laughs> I forgot you do got weird taste buds too. Um, <laughs> he, he's like ATL diva with the taste buds. It's crazy. Oh my god! Um, with the shit, the crazy shit he don't like. But um, I mean, McDonald's to me is an absolute mid experience, and I will absolutely yeah. agree with you. However, <laughs> what McDonald's has, and again, the filet fish is great, but I will go to McDonald's and order. A twenty-piece nugget and a large fry, and if, when that shit is fresh, it is competing with everything else. Bruh. Then you get a hot orange company. to go with that shit, right? Yeah. So that's why McDonald's for me ain't going. However, something got to get the fuck out of here wow. because that's still a I've, I've had better this. hot dogs, I've had better burgers, I've had better fucking sandwiches, I've had but better fucking side people. items. But, All but, of that shit that is me. That ha- those happy hour drink prices are great, but I will take a high C orange every day. I can get a high C orange every day and not have to wait till happy hour. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and you're passing on happy hour prices. Come on, so so, so both, okay. So, Devo, you said Sonic. Danny, did Sonic you ever say go. which one was getting out of here? I'm, you know what? I'm gonna get rid of McDonald's. Because the, the, uh, overall, I think that I could find other stuff. If McDonald's disappeared today, I could get from other places what I look for in them. But every, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I ordered a McChicken and wasn't thoroughly disappointed. Like, how do you? No, how do you absolutely. Up? And now they're gonna charge me like four dollars for a dollar McChicken. Like, it's absolutely. I, I, I am totally. I, I am you. shocked here. I am shocked because I, I just thought for sure that the one that I thought was gonna get more traction. Was Hardy's slash Carl Jr. I thought you was gonna get that up out of here because it's when Hardy's is right and on their mid point, it's, it's fucking so good. Hardy's is sandwich. underrated Dude, in a Hardy's lot of chicken sandwich is so good. Okay, so what am I what am I missing from there? Because I just I've always had mid experiences there. Dude, I mean, well, I mean, first off, you order mid food because you go to McDonald's order a double cheeseburger. So that's your taste buds, nigga. <laughs> this is you. See, this is the I've been telling you this shit for years, nigga. Your taste buds got to change. You and the way you eat shit is ass, bro. You so, or a big man. Wrong, bro. Well, okay, go, but I'm you. asking you about Hardy's. I said Hardy's got to go, and you're like, well, nah, I'll, I'll it can't you, go. Tell you. Because you Hardy's has charbroiled grilled burgers. Char, Hardy's has actually different sizes of the burgers that you can get. Hardy's has good onion rings. Hardy's has good fucking chicken and tenders. Chicken sandwiches, great. And, yeah. and let's not trip. Hardy's actually does good breakfast biscuits. They, yeah, like they put real egg on your really. fucking biscuit. I don't know another place that makes the biscuits from scratch inside in a fast food place. Like Hardy's is good. Yeah, Hardy's uh, is really good. They have a uh, like a ranch uh, chicken sandwich uh, that's really good. They got a chicken bacon and Swiss. Like they got their chicken lineup is is really solid. The and have you had their jalapeno peppers? It, like theirs is the the cheesy. What do they call it? Cheesy jalapeno bites. Them shits is banging too at heart. The only, the only knock I have, the only reason I don't go to a Carl Jr. is it's properly known. The only reason I don't go to them more often is <laughs> it's way, it's way overpriced right now. Like when you go there, absolutely and it's eight nine dollars for just the sandwich. I didn't even get a meal yet. Like it's crazy. absolutely, it's so overpriced. Yeah, it, that that makes it hard. But I'm trying not to let price jump into being a factor of like I'm just trying to judge them by like quality of food. 
And I think across the board, McDonald's is the lowest quality of food. I can get absolutely. I can get yeah, better burgers other places. I can get a good fish sandwich other places. I definitely get better chicken sandwiches other places. Like everything they do there, the best thing they got is a Coke. <laughs> like that's they, the only they thing coke, they got. Yeah, that so, Coke and that Sprite machine, that shit hitting. And this is why. And this is. But see, this is why. This is why my point is Sonic gotta go, because. If I'm literally only going to Sonic because they got a million drinks, you right. can get a million drinks anywhere. Not, you not, can't not, go and get. I could go. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say this. Sonic to me, food is last place, period. Even when it's done right. That Coney is not great. That fucking chicken no, moose knuckle meat that they selling as burger meat is ass, bro. It's oh terrible. Moose knuckle meat. It is get as ass fuck. as fucking McDonald's. But when you get a double quarter pounder from McDonald's and that's real beef, that shit hit. When yeah. you get a double fish fillet from McDonald's, that shit hit. And even though it's not the best fish sandwich, in the, it's still great. And that chicken nuggets. Can we say this too, Debo? Great. You're talking about McDonald's. When them fries are Piping hot, and you get them. There's none better on the planet. That's true. I I, 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 I forgot to bring up. Yeah, the fries are still every. You can tell something's good when the other restaurants are always chasing, trying to like. We got this. Like when if every two years Burger King has a new French fry they're introducing. Like yeah, they know. We're still ahead of the game. They there's want, a reason. They wanted Look. the McDonald's fries, and they're not. Yeah. McDonald's fries I'm, are salty enough. And and them cokes bite just enough that that shit is. I can go to McDonald's and get a large fry and a coke, a large coke, and be satisfied, nigga. That shit will make you fucking feel this good. Is, I'm not no, saying there's that. There's no lies detected. There's no lies detected. I mean, you are scrambling at the bottom of that bag with McDonald's. Oh shit, is there more down here? Like what? The if fries fall in your bag, you eating them out the bag like a fat ass, bro. Yeah, that's You're fucking shit. them up. Yeah, you fucking them up. So so Hardy's got to go for you, sixteen. Yeah, I mean not Hardy's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you tripping yes, on that. So the correct right. answer, guys, is Burger King. Burger King's got to go. Whoa. 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 Hold on whoa, now, man. Whoa, 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 Man, because a Whopper whoa, is whoa. a goat. Whoa, because you got too much dip on your tip. Because you tripping, my nigga. Hold on. I can yes, get man, a better version. I can get yes, a better what the fuck version are you doing? of the Whopper at Carl's. No, Jr. there's no other better version of the Whopper. The Whopper no, you can't. It's not a better version. It's not a better version. Okay. Burger King got to go. So. Come on, come on, come on. I'm going to put you like this. Burger King has some of the best side shit. And not just, just for that. The croissant which is fucking goaded, nigga. Hey, they onion rings good too, man. Them onion rings is great. Yeah, they jalapeno poppers are great. They cheesy tots are great. And hey, they chicken sandwich, that long saying, chicken sandwich, that shit is fucking good. How come I'm not nobody saying Burger else, King's trash. Nobody else saying, has a chicken sandwich that tastes like Burger King's chicken sandwich. You can it's have, so good. It's so fucking good. They, theirs is the only one that looks the way it does, and it has the most unique taste. If I go get a chicken sandwich from, you know, KFC, and then I get a chicken sandwich from Popeyes, and then I go get the chicken sandwich from where they they're pretty similar. Like they're all going for the same style. They're a big breaded chicken breast. It's a you know it's a big thick chicken sandwich. They, they taste close to the same, and then you argue about which one's better or which. Nobody has a chicken sandwich that tastes like the Burger King chicken sandwich. The one with the marinara and the cheese. I forget the Italian. name. The Italian, that shit is goaded, bro. When them shits go on, listen, they just had a deal maybe last year or the year before last where they had three different versions of the motherfucker and they was doing them two for six, nigga. They had the one with like America with like nacho cheese sauce and jalapenos on there. That shit was busting, nigga. Then they got the regular one with lettuce, and that's okay. But then that motherfucker Italian one, bro, 
is crazy, dog. You 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 tripping on the it's, burger? Oh, oh, King. It's still on that shit. He said, "Fuck all that." Yeah, I mean, again, it's I go to too. Burger King. It's not like I don't go there. I like Burger King, but out of all these choices, I'm going to any of these places before I go to Burger King. What is your order at Sonic's? I'm trying to understand why niggas yeah, Sonic, Sonic jalapeno poppers, a Sonic burger with bacon. Yeah. Yeah, super. Uh, damn great sludge. Super, 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 super Sonic wow. cheeseburger, some tater tots, some onion yeah, rings. Man, it, it, like that. Have you had a Power A slush. That, like, that, that bacon jam so burger at Sonic is really good. Wait, there's, what is the, the bacon jam burger that they had at Sonic? I don't know if they still get it. was like, it was, like, it, it was yeah, a cheese in and out, but that shit was good. Oh, you're right. No, 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 not in and out. No, it was Sonic. Well, maybe it was the steak. Was it the butter burger or something? They had something that was in and out. It was really good at Sonic. This this is why this is why folks one gotta go because this shit don't do nothing but start arguments. This is a perfect segment for my brother for him to start shit. They say I'm the one that starts shit on the show, but look who's the the curator of this segment. My little brother. I'm really looking at that shit. nigga different because that nigga said make uh, Burger King. That shit's crazy, dog. Hey, you know what's you, great you, about Burger King? Right, Debo. Hey, look for every. For every one take that pisses you off that I say, 16 has 10. That's that, true, too. And, these, and I'm going to have 10 fucking more. Dude, That's guaranteed. I want another another argument in favor of Burger King is that when you go there, you got the whole restaurant to yourself. Because ain't nobody else. Ain't nobody else in that Honestly, Danny, you're right about that. But the thing that's been pissing me off about Burger King lately is they got these chicken fries. The chicken fries are fucking goaded. They are great. Fucking, oh, I forgot about the chicken fries. Nigga, so 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 Hold on. They're good. But the motherfuckers are never in stock. I be wanting my spicy chicken fries, and oh, the motherfuckers have never have it. Ever. You need to go to a different Burger King, nigga. That's all you got to do. Just drive a little bit further, bro. That's all it is. Everybody got a shitty Burger King that's next to them, and then they got a good Burger King that's a little right further down out. the street. I got one right down the street. I got to go a little further to get what I want, but it's worth exactly. it when I get up to but, that motherfucker. But it's worth it when you get there. Them yeah. fucking chicken fries come out hot as fuck, and you be sitting there like, and them shit's delicious. Yo, you know, man, we talking that shit. I'm going to have to go fuck with one of them chicken sandwiches today. Like Chicken right fries now. with a fucking fuck yeah. large onion ring is is guys, top tier. Do you guys ever do, uh, for on our show, we know it is Dan best, but it's when you go and you get you go to multiple places and yeah. get the best items from each one. From make each a, place. Make a plan and be like, yeah. And you go because for it's what started is I would go to Popeyes to get chicken and biscuits and then go get the sides from KFC. Mm-hmm. He's like, so go get okay. Danny, each restaurant. Danny, what, what kind it, of what kind of fat ass shit is that, man? It's what it's it's, it's Dan Fest. is his birthday, which is coming up. By the way, and he, look, but he's not gonna have another one. He keep going to all these places, no, mixing these food. I don't got many. So. Listen, <laughs> no, that's just the beginning. Y'all don't even know. Dan Fest is an entire thing because he has a a he has a select breakfast that he this nigga thinks about this shit for weeks and weeks, and he figure out what breakfast is gonna be, what lunch is gonna be, what dinner is gonna be, and it's all just the best things of everything. It's, and it's actually a great idea. Motherfucking. That is some yeah, that's some crazy wild ass shit right there. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Easy gonna do Easy Fest one day, and because that because he's he's more open than your old soft closed minded ass. But Easy, you do your uh, Easy Fest, nigga, and you're gonna not regret it. I guarantee you, because I've done a Debo Fest and it's fantastic. Please end this segment before Debo curses me out about something else, please. You are now listening to the radio show.
I mean, we're already sick of white people saying the N-word. I think they get, like, a golden parachute. They, they, it seems like they're just doing it on purpose to get out of their job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to work here anymore. It's the quickest way out. Nigger. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so we come to the point of the show where I, I like to call it the ATL diva portion of the show, random, where as she does when, you know, she she likes to do is take the show wherever. That's what random is. So random is a segment where you it might be something profound. It might be something just whatever you got on your mind. Sometimes they end up being rants, but you can basically talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about that randomly comes to your mind. Um, so that's our whole show, basically, Danny, is yeah. what he's So that's what we're going to do with this. So I would love to start this one off with Big Devo, because I know oh. this nigga got something. Let's start with Big Devo. Let him, oh. you know, see how, let Danny see how this works from a crazed person like yourself. Super Please. easy. Um, spiders. Fuck you, spiders. Okay. Because... I'm sick of walking into fucking spider webs that you can't see and it fucks your whole fucking day up because immediately you get hit in the face with a spider web and you feel like it's still on you or you don't even know if the spider's crawling on you. And it's even worse now because it's hot outside. And if you're outside and you've been outside for a minute and you're sweating, walking into a fucking spider web when you're sweating and you're trying to get that shit off and it's just... It makes you. I broke a pair of glasses because I thought a spider was in my fucking face. I'm sick of you fucking spiders. Get the fuck out of the way, or at least make the webs colored. I'm sick of that shit. Spiders gotta fucking go. They don't serve any purpose. I'm sick of them. Done. Efficiency from the rant king, and fuck spiders. I agree with you as well, Debo. So, Debo, I I don't think I could have said it better myself. Well done. Spider will fuck your day up, bro. Spider webs, and they're not the big thick ones. I'm talking about them little one string bitches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That they usually be in the corner. They usually in the corner or somewhere where you don't expect it to be, and then bam, it's on you. And I'm sorry that That's you broke your glasses because, truth be told, glasses are fucking expensive. So somebody need to pay for that. Somebody Absolutely. need to pay for that. So Danny, now that you see how this works, where you see that your co-host completely became unhinged for a rant, you can go ahead and take the plunge. Uh, does it have to be something that I want to talk about, or can I ask you guys a question? It's random. You can do whatever the fuck you whatever want. Whatever you want to do. All right. I got something that came up because of my kids recently, and now I'm fascinated by it. So I like the idea of having you guys from different different parts of the world over here. So maybe you have different experiences. But when you were a kid, and you go to play hide-and-seek or tag or whatever, I want to know, how did you guys decide who was it? You know, like when you do a little game and you had to figure out who was it, what was it that you did? What do you remember? You call that shit. You just be like, hey, I'm it. I'm not it. (laughs) Or I'm not it. You call that shit. You you never had the one where you, you, all the little nursery rhyme ones and you keep going. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a tiger by a stone. That too. Yeah, that too. Either that or you call it. It just depends on where you go. Some people, it's like if you're in different areas, different hoods, it's oh, not it. Whoever is the last person to say not it is usually it. Or if you all stood in a circle, any, many, many, we would do that too. Yeah. I'll tell you some of them. You tell me if you've heard of these because my kids have never heard of these. And every neighborhood kid I played with growing up knew all these. So I thought it was weird. It seemed like it was one of those things that always just got passed around to all the kids across the country. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, hearing that. Uh, Richard Gear had a gerbil up his butt. Like, you know, just things that we all knew, but oh we didn't God. talk to each other. We all heard it. We all heard it. Wait, what? Oh, was that just, that wasn't in your community? You never heard that story? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, 
Like we had a, the quick, easy one. When you maybe just have a couple people, you go Cub Scout, you're out. You guys never heard that. that one. Never heard that one. That was probably the no most go. common one. Uh, we'd go bubble gum, bubble gum in a dish. How many pieces do you wish? Yeah, exactly. Heard that. Okay. Um, there was a uh, engine, engine number nine. Going down Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, these my kids don't know. I forget what they do, but it's they they have one and it's like four words and they're like dit, 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 dit. and it's like but I've never I've never heard. I gotta ask them what they say. But I'm like, but I named all these things and I was like, oh, they've never heard of these. So I was curious if other people had different ones. If you guys had any like those that maybe I hadn't heard of. Um, but it sounds like you guys had boring childhood and not a lot of people played with you. <laughs> no, I mean the <laughs> same ones that you had is the same ones that I had, right? You, the only one I haven't heard is the Cub Scout one. That might be yeah, more white. I never heard that one. The other ones, yeah, I heard yeah, of them, but not the Cub Scout one. I mean, the easy go to you just go one, two, three, not it. But then you argue about you know who did it. But we used to do. Yeah, and that's that's part of the game too is arguing about yeah. who ain't it. Because yeah. I'm just used that, to yeah, people call better. just calling it. Yeah, so the yeah. worst is because you get to the ones where it's like uh, you know it'd be like how many pieces do you wish, and then the person would you watch them mouth them. Because they're trying yeah. to do the math to figure out what number they need to say, like seven, and then and then it lands on them magically, like oh I'm not it, like so yeah, right. it, you know you'd get the kid you're like no 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 so spit a number out right now, no no cheating the system, yeah, but yeah, there should be more universal ones that every kid should know. I think the fro- the problem is the older we get and the more that they're detached from like the old ways, children just like shit just doesn't get passed around. Like we had this conversation, Danny, me and you. Where just remembering how cheat codes got passed around yeah. pre-internet, where you it, just you, just, you know right. cheat codes before you saw it in the magazine, somebody told you a cheat code to a video game, Man, and that shit got committed to memory. Because my, like, my my youngest don't know nothing about that. Where it's like if she gets stuck on something on the game, she just go to YouTube. She was like, "Well, Daddy, what did y'all do?" I was like, "You called your homeboy, you know," and you was like, "Yo, exactly. you called your friend." Or you'd wait until your mom had to go to the grocery store. You you agreed to go with her that time, so you could go to the magazine section and read. Get, get yep. the Game Pro and flip to the back and be like, "Oh, thank God they had something for this game this month." You Nintendo know? Power, yeah, absolutely. Nintendo Power, yeah. With the cheat codes, we had the one person that had the fast internet that got DSL internet before everybody oh, else. You're and they would look it up. He's young. You're See, young. he's younger than us. Right. Yes. Because well, no, no, old because niggas know we was out here just word of mouth in it. Well, no, no, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is we would have that one person that would write them down in their notepad and bring it to school. Yeah, yeah. When, and then we would write yeah. it down in our notepad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. because when yeah. I grew up, you know, hick crazy country south Louisiana, we had dial up. So, you know, yeah, fuck when, that shit. When I was a kid, DSL wasn't an internet speed. That was a, a physical description of somebody. <laughs> yeah, no. <DSLs. laughs> Everybody know about DSLs. <laughs> oh, but if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know. But yeah, we definitely, we had a kid. I would say I was probably like junior high level, and I had a friend that had AOL. Mm-hmm. And we needed to know the finishers and all the codes for Mortal Kombat and stuff. And, it, and he had to sneak on the family computer get the codes and write them down like you said and then bring them back to us and then he'd be like my mom got mad so i was wasting our minutes <laughs> like <laughs> so he had to be like a ninja just trying to get these codes and write them down as fast as he could because his family only had 800 minutes of internet that month 
Hoping nobody called in while you was on the fucking line. Times have changed <laughs> big time. They spoiled the stuff, bro. Yeah, but I'm not gonna it tell is. you that what we had was better. I'd much rather have had you know Google and. YouTube. I would rather go to YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. As yeah. do you have some diabolical shit in your mind? Because your randoms have been, you know, you've been having some things going here lately. And I just want to preface this too: do not fix your lips to say a goddamn thing about you in first class anymore. I will drive to your house right now and I will fight look, you in the street. Look, look, let me tell you something right what now. Are we talking I about got, first I, class? Hold on, hold on. I I got I got this flight. Yeah, I forgot Danny's white. <laughs> I got this flight to Seattle on Monday, uh-huh. and you best believe if I get upgraded, I'm gonna be unhinged. So y'all be ready, okay? I'm just Jesus you know. Christ. So, they only doing it because you light skin, bro. That's it. Motherfucker. That that ain't that ain't why. They they don't we got di- man, we got different mamas skin. though. So I, I hope to see you on TikTok in one of those videos where you're getting dragged off the plane. <laughs> well, no, no, Just, I'm not I'm not belligerent. Don't let Debo oh, okay. fool you. Yeah. <laughs> Scream it right. out. Scream it out. <laughs> that motherfucker is not real. Not real. That shit was crazy. Um, but my random is this, bro. Hey fellas, watch out, Millie. I'm doing random. Millie trying to get hers in too, bro. She's trying to. Yeah. She's telling you. She don't care. She's okay. trying to make that Falcons cheer. Yeah. Right Millie, I'm, I'm trying to make a point because I don't want you to be like these women. Uh, fellas, watch out, bro. These AI women, I know they're using that shit on they dating profiles, bro. These women using them AIs and going from a size, you know, fifteen to a size three. Y'all be on the lookout, bro, because y'all about to really get catfish now with these AI photos. The catfish game has elevated so far with AI. It's Dude, I mean, it used to just be like the, you know, the neck up photo, but now they really yeah. about to put a full body photo of there via AI. Y'all yep. better be on the lookout. I got fooled by the angles once. I mean, it was I was in high school. It was like, like senior high school and I remember meeting a girl off of AOL who got me with the angles. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I it's not angles now. She can put a saying. photo of herself. She can just slim herself on that AI and look yeah. like damn Gabrielle if, Union on some shit. If so I was a little bit smarter, out. I'd have realized like, oh, she only took you know three pictures from this angle. Let me ask for something, you know, something yeah, else, you know. But yeah. but now there's there's no foolproof. You're not gonna know. No. You you just got to show up and keep your fingers crossed, dude. Just I, hope. Damn. And and then they Damn. they AI in the, themselves or what their future kids gonna look like y'all 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 out of pocket hey, right now. Have you guys seen the girls on TikTok now that do they they they're like uh, they're acting like NPCs they act like non playable characters. It's like the new thing they go on live and then people make they donate you know they send them emojis and shit like that. So and then they yeah. react based on what they say and they just stand there and they do the thing. It looks like a like an AI like anime character where they just. They do this and they do it for hours and they just wobble back and forth, you know, and then somebody makes a donation like they send them roses and they go, mm, thank you for the roses. And then they just go back to wobbling. And then somebody sent them, and then they go, they go ice cream, yum, yum. And they just do it for hours. And they, oh, they yes. Hours. You said that the other day. I, boy, I, I sure do hate the Internet sometimes. God damn. Is, they just just any old shit. It God is damn. so terrible. And now that I mention it, you're going to see it. and You're going to be like, there's so many people doing it. It's blowing up right now. More and more people are doing it. Because it, and what I can't determine is who's who do I hate more? The girl that's standing there for hours, a grown ass adult doing this and looking like an idiot on the internet. I'm making seventeen hundred dollars in an hour. You, you hate them all. It ain't but no is, choice to make. Yeah, but which, you hate but, them all. Or is, aren't the people donating to these people worse? Like you're spending your own real money 
to send this girl flowers so she could just be like, hmm, thank you. And like, How down bad cool. are you? Yeah, you got nothing out of that. I get it if you made a donation and she's like, here's a here's a nip, you know, Listen, but like motherfucker. I used to think bad about the OnlyFans people who actually subscribe to OnlyFans. I don't even feel bad about that anymore because at least they showing you something. At least you're getting videos or something, whatever it is. This These is bitches are literally just doing this shit. Yeah. They, they just crazy. For hours just getting doing it. There's a, there's a girl that's real popular that does it, and she has this weird thing. While she's doing it, she has a, a, a flat iron, like a hair straightener, and she takes a – I have no idea what it has to do with the rest of what she's doing. But while she's doing her NPC thing, she takes a kernel, an uncooked, unpopped kernel of popcorn – Puts it in a flat iron and holds it until it blows up into a piece of popcorn and then puts it in a bowl. And it's the weirdest thing because it has nothing to do with anything else she's doing. And I saw her the other day because she pops up all the time. She's like the biggest one that does it. She had a kid, like nine, ten years old, walk in the background and go get himself something to drink in the kitchen. I was like, you're, you're doing this in front of your, your children. Like they know Bonnie's <laughs> sad and pathetic on the internet for money. <laughs> People are doing porn in front of their children, so it's really not worse in that regard. Uh this, this, this is why I love this segment because it takes it to play. Even though we do a bunch of random shit, it literally is random. So I'm going to jump in here with mine here that I wanted to just say that um, these companies, man, um, the late fee, the late fee is some bullshit. It's abnormally cruel to people because you're adding on extra money to people who obviously can't pay it in the first place. And oh. your first thought is let's tack on more money on them as well. It is some incredible bullshit on levels that I can't even describe. The late fee. Like, what the fuck? Like, folks out here struggling, man, and we just going to tack more money and keep taxing them and keep hitting them, knowing that they can't pay it? So fuck people in their late fees, man. Like, give people a break, man. I didn't, I fucking late fee. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Danny is the whitest guy. That was a, He's that the whitest guy, guy you know. That's the point. He, turns, he turns in all his shit in on time. He makes every payment on time. He doesn't have to worry about late fees. The white first guy with the good credit would say that, huh? Yep. Yeah. It's not bad right now. Uh, first of all, I thought she was talking about like video rentals. I was like, you still going to Blockbuster? No. <laughs> I haven't had a late fee in 15 no. years. No, I'm talking about, you know, you got to pay like a bill or something. And it might be, you know, you, you got to wait till you get that check. And they take if it your water bill is due on the 20th not. and you don't get paid to the 26th, them niggas going to hit you with that fucking seven fifty eight dollars $20. You got a reconnect all, fee. All of our bills are on auto pay. So. See, because this that's that's oh. what happens when you got that good white people shit. See, this wanna, is, I'm glad y'all so, seeing the white so shit that I've been seeing wanna, for years. So I want to bottom line random by saying, yes, it was a random ass segment. And I want you to also take mention to Danny Richardson, the whitest guy in the history of being on this show. Here he is right here. If for all his bills is white, and I mean, I guess I'm on the right side of things. Who the fuck got all, man, I don't care how rich I get. That bitch ain't never going on auto pay. I could be a bajillionaire. That bitch what? ain't never going on but auto then you, pay. Then, then you did the late fees to yourself. That's your problem. No, I'm not, I'm no if about, I, if I don't care. I'm going to pay that, that shit feels, when it's due. That feels you ain't racist. Auto that wasn't my... personal. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> You're being attacked by the electric company. I'm being attacked. <laughs> Hey, Not. hey, sixteen. That the part where he said the late fees. You know what part I'm when you edit in this? Yes, that, that's gonna that's be a bummer, bummer man. That's yes. a bummer, dude. That's <laughs> a, is absolutely a bummer. That's a bummer. <laughs> so, the late fees. That that's gonna be a sounder for real. Hey, that man, is a bummer. No, I don't have late fees. They're gonna hit you with that late fee. No question. That, that's I don't happening. have late fees. What are you coming to? A My bills episode. are always a month ahead. 
That's hilarious. Oh, just, it's, you know, if, the, if the bills do on the first, it comes out of the, the bank. Everything's linked up to our bank account. That, that, that is hilarious. Nobody I mean, with fake grass has to worry about late fees at all. No. I mean, I, that's not something I have to worry about anymore, but I'm just saying. I still, I still go by the rule of you get it when the fuck I got it. Not when it's due. When I got it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I get it. I understand. But I mean, he don't you understand. Really, you don't understand my plight, goddamn. I'm trying to understand. <laughs> get him. <laughs> you hurt yourself. It wasn't personalized. I'm just saying, in general, for people. In general. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. All right, the radio show ATL. Well, actually, I should say it's my black radio show because we've been kicking it with the guys from My Black Friend for the entire show, hanging out with us. Super grateful to have them here, Danny and Debo, hanging out. This is the portion right here where I um, want to give light to what you got, got, you guys got going on, where the people can find you, all that good stuff. So please tell us what we, what you got going on coming in the future and where folks can listen to you guys be, you know, yourselves, crazy, random, all that good stuff. I mean, I guess since I'm the one who plug do the plugs on our show, I guess I'll handle it, Danny. Don't worry. Don't 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 stand up for anything. Uh, you can hit us up at uh, Black Friend Show on Twitter. You can hit me up at underscore Big D Boy ATL. You can hit Danny up at Ride the D Train uh, on Twitter because he is on Twitter. He ain't on Facebook. Uh, not always. Um, but you, we do have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram account, and we also have a Threads account now because at least I won't get banned on Threads from the show account, but I will get banned on my account because. You know that's how Facebook is. I'm, I stay in Facebook jail. Y'all already know. Um, what we got coming up? Uh, you want to let the cat out the bag? Let these people know what we doing? Yeah, you can throw it out there. So I was telling you about this earlier in sixteen, but easy, I didn't tell you. We have been doing a show for ten fucking years, and we are going to do an anniversary show. Um, so how long is going to be? I don't know, but it's probably going to be pretty fucking long. Will there be a montage? I don't know. Ask Danny. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Montage. Um, and I mean, you know, it's just going to be, a, a, you know, you know how we do. We do big. We do a big. We just gave y'all six fucking episodes of episode 300. So why not do the 10th anniversary show? Big as fuck. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. I can't believe we've been doing this. We've been doing this show longer than my son has been alive. And yeah, for, this, for that matter, longer than Danny's second child has been alive. Yeah, so. It's a great accomplishment. Uh, that's man. crazy. Yeah. So uh, the information for my black friend is on the screen right there. Um, also be in the YouTube and the podcast description. So please give them a like, a follow, a listen. All that shit counts. Show them some support. It's a great show. Plenty of laughs. Plenty of just all types of random crazy shit. It's a great listen. So make sure and, you know, give them some love. All right. All right. So uh, as far as on our side for the radio show ATL, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text, 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. Also, the artists who've been sending your music, keep it coming, man. we getting music from people all over the planet. We will play your shit. We are that station for that. So please send them on through by both of those methods. We're here for you. All right. Again, bring a friend night. Wildly successful. Going to keep it going. Danny, hopefully you come back again and, and hang out uh, with us again and you know get this crazy shit going one more time or more than one time. I'm down whenever I love the sound of my own voice. Just don't, don't, you don't have to go through Debo to ask me to do stuff. It'll take him two Absolutely. months. Absolutely. You know, it takes yes. him two months. He doesn't want, he doesn't want me 
you know, cutting in on, on his side projects. So. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, no, we, we affirmative will, action we, is always no, we will, we will have welcome. you back. We will talk some pro wrestling because I want to get in, into it with you guys. I got a couple subjects I want to talk about. One of them, which was better, the Attitude Era, the Ruthless Aggression Era. And I also want to talk about the Invasion Era because I feel like with the Invasion, if you take it out that it was the WCW Invasion and you just make it a time where they just had heels and faces, that's a prolific time in wrestling if you take that Invasion part off of it. But we can discuss that on another episode. We can get into it. All right? So, I'm with it. again... Easy man, always good to hang out with you, Debo, Danny. Much love, appreciate y'all. So I'm about to do my <laughs> radio voice thing, like Debo likes to say. So please, just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show ATL. Thank y'all for listening and watching, and we will catch y'all next time. And I gotta say it one more time because we got them here. Thank you for listening and watching to my black radio show because that's what this was this was my black radio show all right and dallas still ain't gonna win the championships <laughs> more than the south will we will see we're gonna revisit that but we appreciate y'all catch you next time i can't i can't wait for the talking about he knows what they're talking about no I, i'll tell you what i know i i can I, i'm willing to bet everybody can agree they're all thankful that the people here your team is not in the afc because no absolutely Nobody wants Hell to be no. no, no, Buffalo, no. Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, the Jets now. Like, mm. that shit is the, the I'm not, North. I, so, the Danny, AFC this is the first time you heard this. Bro. I'm not a fan of Buffalo. I'm not a fan of Josh Allen. I think he's overrated as fuck. I just, you know. They, but they, they still get it done. I mean, they're going to make your life harder. If you had to play them in the regular season, that sucks. Oh, no. If you had to play them in the playoffs, there's that. I mean, they're going to take it to you. Yeah, no, I couldn't imagine having to play them twice a year now. That they're knocking well, on that shoot, door every think, year. Think about the AFC North. Lamar Jackson's back. You got you got yeah. player. You got the Ravens, Bengals, Steelers are going to be in it just because of their yeah, coach. They're, yeah, Always. they're going to be. They're going to be. And the Browns have Deshaun average. Watson, who's hopefully not getting massaged anymore and suspended. Or, that might I mean, be the problem. He need to get is, massaged so yeah, he can play with. Well. That might be the problem. I, if I lived in Cleveland, I would go rub that boy down because he needs something every this day. Somebody needs to. Of having these conversations now that seriously everybody that looked at their schedule that's a win that's a loss oh, nobody legit nobody knows yeah oh wait wait nobody knows hold on wait wait you, guys do it, you go through your division and you go you go you go yeah we'll be we're gonna sweep them we're gonna sweep them and then you go yeah. all right we, on this team I'll give them one. <laughs> But we beat them when we're back at home, so it's okay. And then, yeah, but, and if I we can catch lightning in the bottle, if we can catch lightning in the bottle, we could be eleven and six. Everybody's yeah. saying that right now. No, 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 no. not eleven and six. I'm definitely thinking it, my team's like, gonna be ten and seven. I, I definitely off. think we're gonna be ten and seven. That's a little more realistic. I mean, I, but I, I am still on the record. If anybody wants to do, I'll tell you that the NFC South doesn't. I, I would I'd love to officially make that a bet, Debo, if you want. Nobody from the NFC South wins Super Bowl. And if you're not comfortable with that, not win the Super Bowl, make the Super Bowl because I don't think anybody's Bowl, really going to win against Patrick Mahomes. Make yeah. the Super Bowl. Make the Super Bowl. I'll tell you, whatever dollar. If you, I mean, we don't have to go big. I mean, I'm not crazy. We we Danny, might need to talk about this would, on the show. I, I think this will be on the sports show. Danny, I would do that for my Saints, but God knows if it's the Falcons that are that team, you gonna not. fucking hate it, nigga. But, <laughs> but at least. Here's the thing. Let's say the Falcons made the Super Bowl. You would win money and then get to watch them lose the Dude, Super Bowl. I, like, I don't think, he don't care. I don't, I don't think you understand how painful of a day that day was when they were in the Super Bowl. Okay, 
<laughs> Thanks to my brother, you? I had all these Falcons friends. You hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, that hold on. He's gonna talk about, he talking about pain. It, with me on the line, he's gonna talk about pain of that day. I would look back as that no, being that, the best that day of my half. life if I was a Danny. No, it was. You remember great. what that day was like the, for me? Debo, I, I came to your podcast to drink your tears half. and you didn't give it to me. Time out. Danny was on the phone with me. Mm, he knew. Oh, no. He heard it in my fucking voice. No, but, but okay. it was my fault because I was texting him at like halftime. Like, the fucking Falcons are going to win this. I was happy for him. I was rooting for him. He was happy for me. I'm not even going to sit here and play. He was happy for me. But I was very much... I'm, I'm, I don't like to cheer my team on. I don't, get, I don't like to get too high, too low. Because I know how Atlanta sports is. And I've been let down before. And that day crushed me. I took three days off from work. I legit... I didn't even come on our show that next week. Yeah, I think that's true. I think Don't talk to me about pain, easy. I was looking. Yeah, for that, I know. But... I'm just. I was, I'm just saying that that the point I was trying to make was, if I'm back in a situation where I gotta root for the Falcons to win me some money, I just. I just can't do.